For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hello, everybody. This is Bill Williamson. Uh, this is Believe in Raiders. This is Believe Podcast Network. Uh, this is Wednesday afternoon at 2.55. going to be our preview show for the Raiders and Titans. Big game. Um, first, I want to address something. That's why I've kind of started, uh, you know, a little unusually calm for me. But I uh, just wanted to recognize the, uh, you know, this is all a Raiders show. And we do everything Raiders. And I, I always say I want to talk about everything Raiders to make sure you guys are the most informed in, in the Raider Nation. And good, bad, sad, terrible, tragic. And, and we're in that category right now. I want to take a moment to... Um, to, to recognize the uh, the life and passing of George Atkinson the third, of course the son of Raider great safety uh, George Atkinson the second, part of the really heyday Raiders. Um, as you probably know, George the third, who was a standout at Notre Dame along with his brother Josh from the Bay Area Twins, he played for the Raiders a little bit in the Browns. Um, he. He passed away this week. Um, you know, there's not a lot of details. There's certainly a lot of speculation. Um, and you, you probably know everything that's going on, and I don't think we need to get into it here. Um, it's just a, a sad, sad situation. Heartbreaking for George Jackson II to lose both of his sons tragically uh, in, in the last year. Derek Carr opened up his um, press conference today talking about George III, and it was, that was very eloquent. Derek Carr does a great job speaking and feelings, and um, so that was nice. And I've been thinking about how I was going to handle this for the last couple of days, and I, this is what I was going to do. I was going to start the show off, and I was going to, you know. So there you go. Um, it's the football show. We talk about football. It's football season. The Raiders have a huge game. But you know, I I would be I wouldn't be a good human being if I didn't start with this. So there you go. Um, you know, rest in peace, George. All our condolences to the Atkinson's family. Um, let's get to our show. Um, it's time to get fired up a little bit. So you know, we'll you know we'll crank it up as as you expect this show to be at when it needs to be. So it's a big game, guys. I mean, we've talked about this. If the Raiders. We've been awful the last two weeks. Outscored 70 home. And Mike Vrabel knows this is going to be a tough place to play. I'm going to get into that a little bit later. All of a sudden, the stink of the last two games is over. They're 7-6 and six with three really bad opponents coming up and a real shot. Now, if they lose, eh, probably done. 
but it, it, it's possible. So let's get into all of this. Uh, Derek Carr's three and zero against the Titans, all in Tennessee, I believe. Um, it's the only team that he's more that he's played more than one time that he's undefeated. But Ryan Tannehill also owns the Raiders, so who knows about that? The weather's supposed to not be great. Fifty seven, rainy, wet, but that's for everybody. Uh, you know, I don't think if the Raiders lose this game, it's like, oh, another cold weather loss for Derek Carr. I don't know if that would be really, that might be stretching the truth. So only two more home games is Oakland Raiders, so get out there and support them. Um, Hunter Renfro, John Gruden. There wasn't a lot of news today on this Wednesday. Hunter Renfro might be ready to play in the last game or two, he's hoping. It's probably, you know, if if they're still in the hunt. And, uh, you know, that's probably where that would go. The Raiders just sent out their injury report. Let me look at that. This is live stuff, folks. How exciting. Let me see if there's anything crazy on here. Let me look real quick. Trent Brown did not practice with a peck. They might just be managing him. Josh Jacobs didn't practice with the shoulder. And Kyle Wilbur didn't practice along with Renfro. So we'll see. It's probably they're probably managing this guys. I know Josh Jacobs put out a Snapchat saying that his shoulder's been fractured for five weeks and you know, a lot of people are giving a lot of credit for being tough, and I'm certainly not taken away from that. But the reality is that there's so many guys around the league and probably in that Raider locker room, they're in the same shape. That's just the way it is at this time of year. Guys are banged up. Guys are banged up. These aren't normal human beings. Not only are they faster and bigger and stronger, but they're tougher, and they're, you know, they're these guys are... These guys are professional athletes because that's what it takes to get to this thing, you know? And we're all good at something, and we're better than a lot of people at a lot of stuff. But these guys are better at us than th- that stuff, and that's why they're who they are. Um, the Raiders are 4-1 and one against teams with a losing record. 0-5 oh against teams with a with winning record. That's ugly. 2-0 against teams that are 500. That's the Bears and the Colts. Remember when that Bears win was supposed to be a signature win? I got so much crap for saying they were supposed to beat the Bears. So many people got mad at me for that. Wait, one, why you care? And two, I said it before the game, I expect the Raiders to win. But so many people were mad. They, so many people expected, like, oh, we must be going to the next four Super Bowls because we beat the freaking Chase Daniel Bears. Good Lord. See how it season changes? It was a good win. That's all. It was a win. Now, if the you know if the Raiders win Sunday and beat the seven to five Titans and beat a team with a winning record for the first time this season, they're going to be in good shape. They play the Jaguars in the last game in Oakland. Raiders are going to roll in that game, and then they finish with the Chargers and the on the road. Put a lot of Raider fans in that in in that soccer stadium. You know what's interesting? Oh, so ever since the Chargers moved into that seven twenty-seven thousand seat band box, Raider fans brag so much. Oh, we're gonna, 
we're going to own those games. Yeah. Well, all you did was give your tickets to the Chargers, your t you, and they and then they beat you. So why don't you beat them in that? I don't want to see the Raiders go own three in that place. That'd be embarrassing. And then the Denver Broncos. Those three teams are combined twelve and twenty-four. So you get past this week, it's good. I like that Dar Darren. Wal you know, a lot of the offensive plays against the Chiefs was total garbage time. Derek Carr waste management football, and I'm not ripping him. He's not always waste. That's not always where he gets his. But he does good in, in garbage time. You can't deny that. Um, Darren Waller had seven catches for 100 games. This is best game in a month. Let's see him do it in, in, in games that it's not garbage time. Uh, and I'm not ripping Waller. They just got to get him more involved. The Raiders have been penalized 104 times, one behind Jacksonville for the most in the NFL. So that game next week is going to be a yellow rain-palooza. Gruden says he, the, the, the penalties are on him. I agree. The pre-snap ones are him and his staff. So fix it, Chucky. Freaking fix it. This is a tweet from Jerry McDonald today on conference call with Mike Rabel. Basically saying we're not worrying about the team that the Raiders have become in the last two weeks. He said this, Mike Rabel. We're focused on the team that's 4-1 and one at the Oakland Coliseum. A defense that gives up 20 points a game at the Oakland Coliseum. An offense that averages 360 yards at the Oakland Coliseum. And a team that is plus 4 in turnover margin at, the, at home. Raiders have been good at home. They've played a lot of crappy teams at home. The one good team they played at home that that they lost to, that the one good team they played at home they lost to, but this would be a good win. So Mike Rabel knows it's going to be tough. He's getting his players ready for that. I think that's very smart. In the pet in the past ten quarters, Oakland has scored just fifteen points. Fifteen points. Gotta get better. How about this for a mind-boggling stat? The Chargers are four and eight, but they're a plus three in point differential. The Raiders are six and six; they're minus eighty-seven in plus in, in point differential. Guess that means the Chargers are really unlucky, and the Raiders, when they lose, uh, they lose. But it kind of takes the power of point differential away, doesn't it? You know what I mean? It's like, okay, here's your point differential. These two things. Uh, Raiders cut Travis Davis, Trevor Davis. You know, he didn't he, he fumbled a kickoff on Sunday, got benched for Jalen Richard, was part of the, that fourth and what uh, lame play, didn't got stuffed. Next day he gets cut. Marco Lee is activated from the injury reserve. Trevor Davis is got claimed by the Dolphins on Tuesday. Think about this life for these guys. Think about Trevor Davis's life. And I know he's paid well. He's a Green Bay Packer. He's a Green Bay Packer. September. All of a sudden, oh, I'm traded to my hometown Oakland Raiders. He's from Martinez in the Bay Area. Saturday, he goes to fly Saturday or Friday whenever they left to Kansas City. Goes to the Thanksgiving weekend with his team. Goes to Kansas City for a first place game. Makes two bad blunders. Comes home on the plane. Monday finds out he's cut. 
Tuesday, he finds out he's got he's a dolphin, and then probably have to hit the the road immediately from Oakland to Miami, which is not a short trip. He found out after one, so he probably got Miami this morning. And now he's probably practicing like two hours sleep in Miami and trying to figure that all out. So all you people that think these guys have the life, yeah, sometimes it's pretty, sometimes pretty hairy. This one goes to category just wanting to make you guys smart Raider fans. Jason Kabimba, the former Penn State uh, linebacker, who I thought was okay. Uh, the Lions activated him from their practice squad, so now he's on the 53-man roster. Congratulations to him. So back to Trevor Davis just for a second. The Raiders gave up the six-round pick for him in September and really didn't do anything. Um, was it a bad trade? I don't know. Would they rather have the six-round pick? Yeah, but it's no big deal. They they tried to get something, work something out, and it didn't work out. It happens all the time. I'm not going to sit there and bash him for that. Um, here's a name we're going to talk about it a lot, and a lot of people are going to talk about it, but... You know, I like being first on stuff. What about Tua from the from the? And I'm not saying they should get rid of Carr, but if they don't make the playoffs and Carr has a couple more bad games, they are probably going to be. You know, the, hell, that conversation was happening last year about the Raiders, so I'm sure it would happen again this off season. Tua said in an interview with one of the Alabama papers yesterday that I don't know, I might stay. I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to first or second round pick. You know, because of his injury. If the Raiders have two first-round picks, and let's say they're going to be around 13 and 18, if two is still there at 13, especially at 18, I can see Mike Mayak pushing Gruden to make that call. I really could. I really could. Just something to think about. Back to Josh Jacobs. He, according to Pro Football Focus, he has made 70, excuse me, 61 forced fumbles. That's some forced Excuse me, missed tackles. He's caused 61 missed tackles. Excuse me. Um, that's most in the league. This guy's going to be a star, no doubt about it. Daryl Jeremiah of NFL Network does a top rookie list uh, every week, I guess. And um, Jacobs is one. Max Crosby's five. Uh, Josh Allen is three, and Devin Bush is four. Devin Bush was picked number five by the Bucks, and Josh Allen was picked number seven by the um Jaguars, a lot of people thought um, they could would have been really good fits with the Raiders. They took Clarence and Farrell instead, and those guys are better. So I said, hey, it could have been top three in the top five. And some fans got mad at me because, you know, reality hurts sometimes. And some people, well, it would be, you know, been even more with Abrams because he would have been a top five. Let's not put a guy in a top five of all these rookies who played one game. He might be really good, and he's probably going to be. But, I mean, come on. That's, you know, come on. Um what else we got? So I find it very interesting, and we t- may talk about this more as things go on. If, but John Gruden's really backing up Derek Carr, really, really in the media, he's really backing him up. You know, it's one of those things. Is like it might be one of those dreaded. What do they when a when a co- when an owner. And gives a coach, you know, he backs him. I don't, and then he fires him. <laughs> you know what I mean? So we'll see. I'm not saying that's going to happen, but it just kind of seems like he's going out of his way. 
Uh, you know, Tyrone Matthew talked about the Raiders' play calling, and Gruden, you know, kind of downplayed it. Um, you know, this is a copy, copycat league, so if Tennessee's going to look at those plays, and they're going to be practicing them this this week, so that's the Raiders' the Raiders challenge. It really is. You know, a lot of people are saying, oh, the Raiders don't have any receivers, blah, blah, blah. Whose fault is that? That's the Raiders' fault. Antonio Brown was their fault. They took a shot at him. They gave up two draft picks for a guy who was a known turd. He was already a turd. So, like I said, hey, guys, great player. Is he going to probably flame out in Oakland or Vegas at some point? Sure. I didn't think it was going to be before any games, but – the Raiders not having any receivers, not anybody's fault, but the Raiders. That's just kind of way it goes. You know what I mean? All right. Let's finish the show. It's just you know, we've been talking about matchups and everything. They gotta get car. They gotta car can't make mistakes. Jacobs is gonna have to eat the clock again. They gotta stop Henry, Derrick Henry, who has almost three hundred five hundred yards in the last three games. This could be a quick game. This could be a on the ground game, especially in the rain. Could come down to fumbles. You know, Tannehill leads the league since he's been in yards per attempt. So the Raiders have given up the most explosive plays. They're gonna have to work on that this week. I know it didn't happen much with Kansas City, but they didn't need it to be with that short those short fields. You know, again, the Raiders didn't play great defensively. It's just, just the way the game, the Chiefs did what they wanted to when they wanted to. So that's they're going to have to worry about Tannehill with the long bombs. Let's see Carr beat a good team. You know, let's see the Raiders win an important game. They they blew up in the last two weeks. Let's see them get back on track. Let's see you're going to feel a hell of a lot better on Monday if they win this game. It's, I mean, it just takes this one game. You know what I mean? That's it. Things look a hell of a lot better. Here's my prediction. I mean, look it. I, I got to go with who's hot, and, and I got to go against who's not. Titans are 5-1 in their last six games. The Raiders have lost by a total of 62 points in the last two games. I do think the Raiders are going to be better at home. I don't think they're going to be blown out. I think it's going to be a good game. The Titans are favored by three. I'm gonna pick the Titans to win twenty four twenty. You know, let's 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 see how I'm wrong. Let's get this playoff thing going. I'm cool with that. I'm ten and two against the Raiders. Uh, excuse me. Uh, you know, in my predictions against against this season, I'll be cool with ten and three. Let's get it done. If you know, I may not pick against the Raiders the rest of the season, win or lose. I do think they'll flub one of those one of these four games. And I don't know if this game's a flub anymore because they're an underdog. So and I don't think it's gonna be the I, I, I think it's gonna be a Denver or, or the Chargers game. But let's get to this game. Let's see him win. Let's see him step up and it make everybody happy. People need to be happy again. So that's your show. This is Bill Williamson. This is Believe in Raiders. This is the Believe Podcast Network. Talk to you Monday morning, guys. Have fun. See ya. Be safe.
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.